welcome back to the Be The Light podcast, Moms on a Mission. Today, Shandon and I are going to be sharing a conversation that we had with each other about her question, Kayla, when were you all in? This is a little bit of a longer episode than what we would normally put out, but we hope that you will sit back, enjoy, and learn a little bit about us and our podcast and our mission. We get to sit down and chat together today. Um, so I just want to talk about um, kind of where our relationship started and um, how we've gotten to this point today. Yes, I think that's a great thing to do. Yeah, so um, I was, Kayla and I were talking about how um, back in May we had been texting back and forth and that was, I think it was in May when mm-hmm. you... Um, yeah, shared with me that you were kind of thinking about this whole podcast idea. Mm-hmm. And my initial reaction was, that's so cool. Like, I'm super excited for you. And um, in my head, I'm thinking if I were to say that I was going to start a podcast, it would be like two years in the making, probably. But you said you were going to start a podcast, and then like two days later, <laughs> it was in the making. So, um I was just really inspired by that. So how did you get to, to that point? Well, I think for me, for just the podcast in itself, um, it was that I had been home and we had been, you know, obviously going through the pandemic and I just kept thinking, I don't want to waste this time. I don't want to waste this time. And so um, for some reason, when I was listening to like different podcasts myself and listening um, to different sermons, I just really felt a need to like lead and to talk. And I knew I couldn't get out in the public realm, obviously, um, because of us being quarantined. So I just wanted to start saying stuff and it was way out of my comfort zone, but it was one of those things like if I didn't do it now, like what other perfect time would there to be when I can be trapped in my house and lock myself <laughs> in a closet so to speak, <laughs> and, you know, do, do what I felt that God was leading me to do as far as that goes. So, um, and I know that we have been texting back and forth and you had asked me that question and so I'll kind of let you talk a little bit about okay. the text. Um, yeah, so w- the thought that came to me about Kayla, and I've known Kayla for a few years now, and something that I just feel like I've seen um, throughout those four years is that Kayla is the type of person who is all in, and she gives 100%, and if God places something on her heart, she she just does it. And I... I'm so inspired by that because specifically at the time when we were going through this text thread together, I was struggling, you know, and it was probably partly because we were quarantined to our houses and I was trying to homeschool my kids and work and move. And it was just, it was too much. And so I felt like I was barely keeping my head above water and I looked at you and I'm thinking she's all in like she I don't know she's over there you know just jumping in head first and I was I was kind of backpedaling like really letting fear cripple me and so I was inspired to see you doing the opposite of that and it inspired me and kind of pulled me I think out of that place where you know I was allowing myself to stay paralyzed and even though I had felt you know I had been reading in Philippians, you know, and Paul was in prison, um, and he could have said, well, I'm in prison. I have, my hands are tied, you know, I can't do anything. 
But no, he was in prison, so he decided to write letters Mm -hmm. and get the gospel out. And I I felt God saying, you know, this is the time for you to, to write and to speak and to do these things that I'm calling you to do. Yet still, I allowed that fear to just kind of hold me captive. Yeah, yeah. And I think, well, it's funny because we were just talking before we started recording, and I was like, I think you must just catch me in my good moments because I don't always just, like, I'm not always all in. Like, um, you know, we were talking about, for example, like, we met probably, it'll be four years ago this winter, I think. Mm -hmm. I was on maternity leave with my um, second And God had been, like, placing on my heart for, like, a couple of years that I needed to start something within our school. And, you know, I needed to encourage people. We had a really bad, like, um, I don't want to say, maybe bad isn't even the word to use, but, like, we just kind of had a lot thrown at us from the state and different things. And so everyone was just kind of, like, down and out. And I just felt like I needed to lift people up, that we needed to get out of that, and we needed to be better for ourselves and for the kids at school. And so God had been, like, asking me and asking me to start something. And I was like, nope, nope, nope. And it wasn't until we did a Bible study that Shannon was in with me that I was feeling that God was like, no more. Like, when you go back, this is what you do. And um, I was able to share that with Shannon at that point. And so, like, she said, well, I met you then. And, like, the next thing you know, there's a Bible study, which is crazy. And we'll probably talk a little bit about this later than how Shannon then comes into play and all that. But... Um, I, I guess for me, being all in is one of those things, like, I, I was kind of thinking about that question after she asked me, and in different realms of my life, I can see different things, like, so for example, like, you know, I come from a divorced family, and so, like, when my husband and I got married, we were all in there, because it was like, we are not getting divorced, we're not going to do that, which obviously there's different circumstances that, that happen with those types of things, but for us, we knew we were all in, you know, or, like, when it comes to, um, I don't know, like even just doing certain things like around the house. Like if I'm going to do the mulch, I'm going to get it done in one day. But then there's other things in my life too. I think like, I think about running track like in, in junior high and I used to love to run, but then it was like, I got to like track and it was like, I don't want to do this anymore. So like, I can't say like everything in my life when I'm always like, okay, let's do this and let's get it done. I think it just depends on like one, like how I respond to what God's asking me to do and if I'm obedient or not. Or also, like, if, like, on the other side of it, like, how God keeps prompting me or how many times he has to prompt me. And then, it, so it could it could take a while. So I think that's just kind of that, that perspective. But um, to kind of go back to the original question, and this was the craziest thing. I literally got goosebumps, like, from toe to head when she and then I, like, shared this with each other. But I have been a Christian my whole entire life. I grew up with Christian grandparents, Christian parents, Christian aunts, uncles. Um, we were at church every Sunday, sing Zesta on Sunday evenings. Um, so I always knew the Lord and, you know, that was something that was always with me, but it wasn't something that I had a personal relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of like, I did what I did because I didn't want to disappoint people. I didn't want to disappoint my grandparents. I didn't want to disappoint my parents. And so it wasn't until I went to college and obviously like I didn't go that far from home. I was like 20 minutes, but I did stay on campus and I started to see what the world really did have to offer. And I you know, did kind of like the college thing for a little while and then realized that like this was not who I was created to be. I had gotten baptized um, like my sophomore year and then by my junior year, like I knew that I needed to be all in and I needed to figure that out. And so my brother was um, uh, dating a girl 
and they had um, been going to a church, and my brother kept asking me, you need to go to this church, you need to go to this church, and I was like, nope, not doing it. And then when I finally gave in, I went, and they were doing the Purpose Driven Life Study. And so for me, when I read The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren, I just completely, it, it, it changed me. So I would think at that point when I realized that this world is not about me, um, that it is about God and what I do is for service to God and to advance his kingdom, um, I think that then that is my point when I then began to have that personal relationship with Jesus and things then for me started to be more as far as faith-based that I was all in. Now, not all the time, because I cannot sit here and say like, oh, I'm like always all in. I always do what God asked me to do. Mm -hmm. And I'm always obedient because that would be a complete and and total lie. Um, But like I said, I think it's just that prompting that happens. And sometimes it takes many, many times Mm -hmm. for that to happen. So with that being said, I want Shannon to talk a little bit about that because this is where the goosebumps come in because it has something to do with, with what I shared. So yeah, so um, Kayla and I were walking one evening, and we were just kind of talking about this whole idea of, okay, how did you get all in? What did that look like for you? And um, I, we were just sharing our stories and kind of our background, and uh, we have very similar stories. You know, I was raised in church, too. My, my grandfather was a minister. I went to church every Sunday and Wednesday without fail, Um I knew all of the, you know, Old Testament stories that they teach you in Sunday school. I, I knew all of the right things um, to do and to say, and I knew the scriptures that I was supposed to know. Um, and much like Kayla, I was afraid, you know, to mess up. I had a fear of people versus a fear of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Um, <clears throat> You know, I didn't want to disappoint anyone. I didn't want to upset anyone or rock the boat in any way. Um, And I, you know, went away for college. And um, there I just, you know, I wouldn't say that I lost myself. I I just was very much trying to just figure out who I was, I guess. And um, ended up, you know, finding my husband towards the end of my college career. And we got married. And... Um, six months into our marriage, we moved, you know, five hours away and, um, we found ourselves very, you know, alone. And then we had a baby and it was kind of after I had a baby and I started thinking, okay, you know, I grew up in church and I, I went to church every Sunday and every Wednesday and, and that's, I, it's important. I know that it's important and, and I feel like, what, what am I missing in my life? There's, I, I'm created for something. What is my purpose? And I started to just ask people, different people, you know, what do you think your purpose in life is? Or, you know, why do you think you're here? What's this all about? And then I um, did what I always do, which is call my grandparents and ask them, you know, well, what do you think your purpose is? Or what, what are we here for, you know? And both of them directed me to the purpose driven life. Mm-hmm. And, um, I had heard of the book, you know, it was very popular and my grandfather said, well, I'll just, I'll send you my copy. You need to read it. And so he did. And I remember I would, I would read every day during my son's nap time. And I just remember that feeling of, okay, I get it. My purpose, I'm here for a purpose. Yes. My purpose is to share the love of Jesus and to tell people about him. And that can look 
different, you know, it can look different for everybody. And it doesn't mean that I have to be a missionary in Africa to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, I can do that as a mother to my children. And that's really where, you know, God um, spoke to me about starting a blog. And um, the title of my blog is The Anchored Mama because, you know, I felt like motherhood at that point was my mission field. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess, you know, to that to that saying all in that was the point for me too where I was like okay you know I have to be all in so when Kayla and I were walking the other night and we were talking about this all in you know thing and um I I was just thinking you know when you're all in you just think oh it has to be forever and ever amen like you're all in and yes to that to a point but we have times where you know maybe Maybe we do allow fear to cripple us mm-hmm. and hinder us from being obedient to what the Lord is calling us to. But because we are all in, we tend we we always go back to it. Mm-hmm. You know, we yep. always are brought back to that because it's just who we are, and it's in our. That's what God is calling us to. Yeah, exactly. You know, that is our purpose, and He's cho- chosen us, predestined us, given us this purpose. Yeah, and so we just always go back to that. Yeah, and I think it's so crazy. Like when she said that her all-in moment was the purpose-driven life, and that was my all-in moment was the purpose-driven life, um, that God had led us to both of those books in a time that we needed the most. Like then it became like so clear to me. Like um, you know, just to kind of give you a little background for on Shanda and I, um, I had been on maternity leave and obviously mostly home just with my kids, and I had just been praying, asking God, like God, I just want like a really good friend. Like I just want someone like that I can like talk to and count on. And I mean, and obviously I have, you know, lots of great friends, and so I don't mean to like you know whatever about all my other good friends I have, but like just someone like I could really study the word with and just different things, and so. Um, through a mutual friend, we happened to meet, and then we started a Bible study um, together, um, and which we was which with, ironically yeah. was um, involving exercise, with, which both of us hate. Yeah, like like at that point, we both that that's really how we bonded over yeah, our like, dislike for exercise. Burpees and mountain climbers, <laughs> we hated, which I didn't even know what they were until we started doing them. But yeah, so we like got into that, and so that's when God was saying like, go back and do this Bible study um, with this devotion group. And so, you know, they were, like, praying for me. And then the craziest thing was, like, I remember having a conversation sitting with Shandon as our kids were, like, doing this little, like, exercise thing almost, like, Mm -hmm. at our local rec center. And she was like, I don't know. You know, I know my kids are eventually going to go, like, be in school full time. And I don't know where I want to go with this. And I don't know what I want to do. But I have a desire. I'll probably go back to work sometime. And so I had been doing this Bible study for, like, three years at that point. And so here, the fourth year starts. And Shandon gets hired at my school as an aide. So I'm like, okay, I have to ask her if she is interested in leading this with me because I didn't want it to be just like me leading all the time anymore. And so she prayed about it. And then she started this past school year um, helping me co-lead our study, which then God had impressed upon her heart that we needed to change our school's theme, which was be the one for our Bible study to be the light. And so it's just like, just to see how God has just used, like, the purpose-driven life all those years ago, which she was, like, laughing at me because in my book it had been written, like, February 2004, and she was, like, I was in high school, which I was, like, almost finishing college. But anyways, we were joking about that. But, like, from that point for us, then to the Bible study, then to 
the um, devotion leading this year, then to now a podcast titled what like she had thought of for our theme. Like it's just crazy, and I'm just so thankful for for God and His just orchestrating because there's no there's absolutely no other way to like describe that. <laughs> no, yeah, I I definitely you know look back at our story and I see I've always said I don't believe in coincidences and um, I believe that God has divine intervention and you know He has woven our paths together and you know just it's so cool to me to see how we've taken these steps, you know, um, with God and with each other to just continue not only encouraging each other, which I think both of us would agree, yeah. you know, we, we have our, our days oh, and yeah. our moments where, you know, I'm texting Kayla, oh, I can't, you know, get over this, whatever. And she's encouraging me and, you know, vice versa. Um, but it's God that has, has brought our paths together and gotten us to this place of, doing a podcast which is totally crazy yeah in my mind I, mean, I, I wrote that in my journal I'm like when I started I said like I think God's called me to a podcast what this is crazy like this is insane yeah. and I think today like obviously this one's a little bit longer than what we normally try to shoot for um but we just wanted to like sit down with you share our hearts um share like just kind of like where we have been where we're coming and to- we just totally want to be like raw with you real with you like open and honest with you, like this whole journey is nothing that we ever want to take lightly or think that this is easy or portray to you that like faith in in God is easy because it is not, it is a battle, it is a struggle. Are there rewards? Yes. Um, Are there tears? Yes. Are there hard things? Yes. But like we just want to just do and be obedient. Like obedience is a, a huge thing that we want to be obedient to him and share that with you so that we can then just just help you like that's the last thing we want to do is be some type of like fake people like honestly probably in the background you can hear like I live close to a farm they are cutting hay (laughs) so there's probably a tractor in the background this is no professionally done thing usually I'm in my closet I did not make Shannon go in my closet today (laughs) I was willing I would have been in the closet so that's us that's totally us this is this is the moms on the mission here yeah well something that you said um you know made me think about a verse that I just read this morning and it says I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us that's Romans 8 18 um you know the trials that we face in in every day you know it's it's not even comparable to what we're gonna have in heaven one day and I think it's so easy to get caught up in the everyday struggles and the difficulty. I'm guilty. I mean, this past week, it was like every other day I I needed to just have a swift kick in the behind, you know, saying it's okay. Um, But, you know, our struggles and our sufferings are one day we're going to, we're going to see the other side of that and and why we've been through what we've been through. I know. And I always say we're so heavenly minded or excuse me, we're so earthly minded that we forget to be heavenly minded Mm because it's hard. It's Mm -hmm. super hard. But just like we just hope that like us sharing with you and that our little five to six minute podcast um, can maybe give you um, just some, I don't know, just like basic things. Like that's just what we want. Mm -hmm. We just want you guys just to be able to take applicable things that have happened to us in our lives and use them um, maybe on your hardest days or in your trial. So so, I don't know. Um, I just had one more thought, and uh, then maybe we'll 
yeah. we'll wrap this up. But, yeah. um, you know, Kayla last week shared a bonus episode of our podcast about uh, Moses and the unveiled faces that we have. And um, when she, we were talking through that before she posted the podcast and I had just read that that morning. Um, and a thought that I had was, you know, when Moses kept, he would put the veil back on so that the Israelites wouldn't see that the glory of God was fading away from him because he hadn't been in the presence of the Lord. And how, you know, we don't have to do that, you know, because of the new covenant. Um, and I just thought, I feel so bad for Moses that, you know, he he had to cover that up. And it's something that in this podcast, something that Kayla and I have talked about is just how open and honest and real we want to be you know we we don't have it all together we don't have it all figured out we mess up every day um (laughs) I know for me personally my family gets the worst of me because that's you know it's it's our safety net um but the beauty in that is that we can be totally authentic Mm -hmm. with those around us and you know that they can see everybody struggles yep and it's a it's a daily thing that we just have to offer it back to God, you yeah. know. And um, and by our struggles, someone else is going to see that, and they're going to feel not alone. Yep, they're exactly. going to know. Okay, I'm not alone in this. Yep, other people struggle with the same thing that I do, and um, hopefully that's an encouragement. You know, we use that as an encouragement to others. Yeah, exactly. So thank you so much for sticking with us a little bit longer today. Like I said, we normally shoot for like five to 10 minutes, but we thought this was important. And then we also want to share with you that um, make sure you tune in next week because we are going to start having um, some interviews with people and we are going to be featuring Miss Heidi Burke. And she's going to be talking with you guys about how she shines her light through Royal Family Kids Camp.